Hi there. You're listening to Everything Scares Me. My name is Dana Haynes, and over the last year, I have coerced my sister into letting you into her stream of consciousness so that you too can see why everything scares me. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Pasta, Motorcycles, and Tomatoes or Buttholes. I'm your toast. Your toast? <laughs> All right, let's try that again. I'm your host, Tanya Nelson, and let's talk to my friend, the head chef. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hello. Hello, lovey. How are you? <laughs> oh, so much better. Now I want to get to hear your voice. Yay. Are you in a good mood? Uh, why? Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Everything Scares Me. We're glad that you could join us today. Uh, because you're on my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's so exciting. (laughs) Hello, everybody in the studio audience. Would you please give a warm, warm welcome to our friend, Nikki? Forgot my cue. <laughs> I mean, their cue. Just, Good job, everybody. Just, just kidding. There's not a live audience. No. But, well, there's the three of us. But the, but there's the three of us. Yeah. There's three of us. Oh, hello. Hello. Hey. It's it's Dana and Jake. Hi, Dana and Jake. So Hi. like Nikki and Nikki, your your fan club. <gasps> That's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. Hey, um, are you okay with being on my podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> That makes me happy because I really do just want to talk to you, but mm-hmm. I figure we'll like kill two birds with one stone. And Dana, okay, so like I've been, I have been telling Dana and Jake, mostly Jake, no to this for three years. Oh my God. Because okay. it started out, it started out as a YouTube thing. And I was like, there's no, there's no right. way. And then they um, changed it to a podcast and then they included uh, wine as a possibility. And then they wrote a theme song. <laughs> and and here we are. Yeah. Just kind of started That's the so process exciting. and went. Well, do you're I get to do hear it. the theme song? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, I sent it to you, so it's on your phone. It's on my phone. I'll 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 send it to you. Okay. At some point, it's really cute. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, it's yeah, it's really cute. Jake will have to tell you the whole the whole spiel behind that, which makes it mm-hmm. you know even scarier. So, but the thing is, though, like we were talking about podcast stuff, and. They were like, you you know that you've got to have Nikki on your podcast, right? Because we were talking about, like, interesting people that could talk with me about stuff that I find interesting. And they were like, I mean, Nikki. And then so the funny thing is that I also talked to Chrissy about the possibility yeah. of being on the podcast. Because here's the thing. I wanted to jump you. <laughs> like, that's been a thing from the beginning. I was like, oh, yeah, Nikki's going to be on the podcast. I'm going to jump her. I'm not going to give her any heads up whatsoever. But Chrissy, I was like, I should probably give her a heads up. And so when I asked Nikki if she wanted to be on the podcast, she said yes. And Chrissy. you're going to have, oh, yeah, if I asked Chrissy, I asked Chrissy if she wanted to be on the podcast. And she was like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. You're going to have Nikki on this, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> So, I haven't talked to Chrissy in years. I know, but she knows how much I love you and how interesting you are. And <laughs> I'm glad you think I'm interesting. Nikki, everybody thinks you're interesting. Facts. I don't know about that. No, that's, that's a, it's a truth. 
It's just, it's just a true thing. You should accept it. Just because you love me more than anyone on this planet. Maybe except for my mom. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But even that's in contest. And yeah, I mean, y'all like, would fight. Well, yeah, it's true. I'd, I'd win. Um, but just because your claws, <laughs> just because of my talons. Um, but yeah, so, but also, I mean, like Dana and Jake are over here and they're definitely mm-hmm. big, 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 big fans. Mm-hmm. That's right. So, oh, so anyway, Dana, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to tell her about the podcast a little bit? So she, she knows kind of the direction we're going <laughs> and since it's from your perspective. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I named it. Everything scares me because Tanya talks about stuff. She'll just like, you know, show up in my face and talk to me about things, um, Typically sure. about things that are in food or things that are in the ground or things that are in my body. And she'll tell me about them and, and suddenly I'm like afraid and wondering how I can fix everything. And then she's like, I don't care. And then she just goes and does whatever she wants with her life. And so nothing scares <laughs> her. But everything she says leaves me with a scar, <laughs> a small <laughs> little, you know, hole in my soul that I can no longer fill because suddenly... I understand that it's there, you know, and that there's nothing oh I can do about it. Just a little more anxiety. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with you, Tanya, but um, one time when I was in massage therapy school, we went to a cadaver lab and we saw a, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> we saw, Thank you for a, I love this story already. we went and we saw a wide open lung and they were like, okay, so this is a lung from, uh, this is a lung that never belonged to somebody who never smoked, not a day in their life. And it was still kind of gross inside. It was still like, you know, black and blue and gross. And I mean, it wasn't blue, but, you know, it was like kind of gross because there's just pollution in the air. And they Mm -hmm. were like, and there's nothing you can do about it because it's just there and you're breathing it in. And I, and my TA and I were sitting there looking at it and we were like, that's so sad. And she was like, I would like to believe that my lungs are pink and pure and perfect and, you know, just beautiful. And they're not, they look like this, you know, and, and that's, (laughs) I think. And then here I come. And then here I come. just telling me about, you know, like all the things that are wrong with me that I can't help. And I'm like, well, then why did you have to tell me? (laughs) And then here I come with hydrogenated oils and high fructose corn syrup, you know, (laughs) things that are just floating around. Well, they're not floating around everywhere, but they're in everything. I mean, they basically are, (laughs) but that's another conversation. At that cadaver lab, didn't you see like a, like a gross green butt? <laughs> yeah, I did. I saw a lot of things in that cadaver lab. Also, it smelled like fruity pebbles, which made me that uneasy. Makes, that makes me very. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't smell like a green butt. <laughs> you know, I'm glad mm. it smelled like that. But I don't know uh, what yeah. that would smell like. Uh, it. Yeah. Mm, we we don't want to know. I apparently, don't know either, and we don't want to know. Apparently, green butts do smell like fruity pebbles. <laughs> That's true. I mean. I mean, I guess you're right. Gross. Didn't Dana, think about that, Dana. You're the one that said it. I mean, the, mm, okay. <laughs> okay, so Nikki, anyway. let's get away from, let's get away from green butts real quick. Green butts? Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jake, <laughs> Jake is I writing that down a as a possible title right now. I did squeeze a gallbladder yes. with a bunch of stones in it. Oh, that's nasty. Did, did it, did it feel like a sack of marbles? It, it felt like a sack of stones. <laughs> A Not sack marbles. Of stones? A sack of marbles would have felt better. You gotta work on Are stones larger or smaller stones. than marbles? Smaller, much smaller. Yeah. Um, okay, like, like a rabble. sack of grit. Yeah, yeah, like a Gross. sack of grit. Okay, so Nikki, Nikki, yes, ma'am. I love you, and I'm really excited to talk to you and hear your voice. <laughs> and so I have kind of a list of things that I've been thinking about that 
I would love to hear you talk about. And then, so I think that other people would love to hear you talk about. And so do you remember that one time that we came to visit in Denver and like basically Stephen was our chauffeur and we just talked about GMOs all day (laughs) or all night. So I was thinking about that. And then I was also thinking about pasta and pasta, I Obviously. Mean, it's not a scary topic, but it's one I'd like to hear you talk about. Yeah. And it doesn't have to I scare Dana. I talking about pasta. I know you do. That's why I want to talk about it. Because well, the intensity <laughs> with which Nikki talks about things sometimes scares me. So <laughs> that, that falls under the, the right category. Okay, there we go. Uh, Dana, and, you don't even like pasta, so you should be scared. I, <laughs> and then I was Dana, also... you don't like pasta? I don't like pasta. I really don't. What? I don't know. I, one time, okay, so one time I got sick after eating some noodles with Mm, butter mm -hmm. and I feel like that contributed to it but also I just don't like things that are um drenched in tomato sauce yeah (laughs) fine (laughs) what about alfredo sauce what about pesto sauce what about okay shut up oh I do (laughs) parmesan I do like alfredo I do like alfredo sauce I don't know about the rest because it just reminds like oil and butter and stuff reminds me of the time I got sick and I'm not not a fan hmm uh, but okay. that being said, if it's the thing on my plate in front of me and that's all there is, I'm like down. I'm okay with it. It's just not my preference. It's never my preference. Okay. So there's it's that. always my preference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of with you on that. And it's me always too. worth the effort. <laughs> um, so pasta is the thing. And I thought, you know, like pasta being made out of wheat could kind of go into a GMO conversation or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then I also thought that you could just talk about that chef life, mm. seeing as yeah. that's, that's Amen. you. That makes that's sense. you. That's, yeah. And I kind <laughs> of am going with you should, we should talk about that for a minute just because I want to catch up with you and hear about your life and stuff. And so like mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the way to go. <laughs> and also you've got a motorcycle and that scares me. <laughs> That scares all of us. Oh my god! <laughs> Nikki on a motorcycle in Denver. I know. <laughs> I know. Dang. Nikki on a mo- Do they make motorcycles small enough? It's actually I a moped. Will hang up. It's actually a motorized <laughs> bicycle. It is actually a Vespa. Uh, I just didn't. I just take a picture of the same motorcycle. So somebody bought, my neighbor bought a Triumph and I wanted a Triumph. And so I bought a Vespa. So every morning before getting on my Vespa, I take a picture of his motorcycle and then I get on my Vespa. Very good. That's the way to do it. Oh my gosh. Not entirely lying. I am writing something. No, I'm writing something. I'm in the atmosphere. I'm not just She's a car, that person so. riding that little tiny moped with the leather jacket and the fringe coming ring, down. Ring, 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 ring. Yeah. <laughs> Boots. Boots, pants. Boots. All of it. Boots. So Boots. I so I ride a uh it's kinda like a cafe cruiser, Ooh. which means the seat is a little bit lower than something like more sporty. Like when you think crotch rocket or when you think ninja, it's they're usually shorter and because they are shorter, they have to fit more, so they have a higher seat. I'm going to need I you to say crotch rocket feet. again. <laughs> so I was looking at crotch rocket. Yeah. Yeah. And I <laughs> tried out several crotch rockets. <laughs> okay. And they were t- you, had a, my, you had to get a step stool for your crotch rocket? Uh, so <laughs> I found several that I could fit on. That my little feeties could touch. I have teeny tiny legs. Yes. Teeny tiny little legs. Yes. I am 
But Tanya, are you like an inch taller than I am? I'm fairly certain I'm like three five inches five? taller than you. Are you five six? Oh no! Oh, how old? How how old how are old you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm five three, like dead dead five three. I'm five three too, and I don't feel five like that's possible. Old. I guess <laughs> I thought you were like five five. No, no, I'm five three. Maybe because you were always wearing heels around me. Uh, that must have been it. Like you taught me how to wear heels. I know I did. And the world. And I remember me. walking around in heels around my mom and her being like, oh, no, I could never do that. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I had to ask my best friend to teach me how. Because mm-hmm. my mother wouldn't, didn't teach me how to wear heels or put on makeup or she taught me how to do taxes. <laughs> and hey. she taught me how to make large purchases and how to budget. And why that are we is, upset yeah. at her? That is true. That I mean No, I'm I'm not upset, but okay. high heels was oh gosh. Was I'm next on the list of adulting things. Yeah, I mean, I'm the opposite. So like when you were twelve years old <laughs> when you were twelve years old, you were like doing your taxes, man, and being responsible and then like I guess <laughs> heels was just like your introduction into the adult world. <laughs> I don't yeah. know how that makes any sense, but okay. I was a really good, I was taught how to be a really good 30-year-old as a 12-year-old, <laughs> but not how to be a really good 20-year-old as a 12-year-old. Okay. okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but course. I mean, like. Total sense. But, <laughs> but all I'm saying is, man, I'm, I'm totally happy to be the person to have taught you to wear heels. And will you teach me to wear them again? <laughs> I, don't, I yes. don't know that I remember. I think you could slip on a pair and the beautiful hips of yours would just shake and shimmy and you would look magical. And I'd then fall on my face as soon as I took a first step. And I would laugh and then help you up. Okay. That's all that I needed to know. <laughs> I got you. It's all part of the night. We're it's good. all part of the evening. So that yeah. being said, have you perfected the art of riding your crotch rocket while wearing heels? So I, okay, so I decided to not buy a crotch rocket. Oh, that's right. All of the ones that I found that I could fit on, they were, they were really low CCs, like 300 CCs, 400 CCs. And that just means how fast it can go. There's like a horsepower equivalent that I don't know what the ratio is. And it just means at some point it just won't go any faster. And so I looked at this cute little BMW, but it wouldn't go any more than like, 70 miles an hour. Oh gosh, and 70 like, miles an like hour. Like max, yeah, max speed, 70. Like mm-hmm. really struggle bus. <clears throat> and so I found this like cafe cruiser kind of thing. So she's a little, she's actually kind of shorter than some of the bikes I was looking at, but it's a flat seat and there's a room for a passenger, but I am not ready for a passenger. <laughs> and she's a 900cc, which means she... I don't know. I haven't maxed out her speed yet. We hit 100 on the highway today, and that was our first time hitting 100 miles an hour. Um, I'm really, I'm great on the highway. One of my friends just bought a Harley. We went down to the Springs, and I smoked him on the highway. But he had to back up my bike into a parking spot for me because it was on an incline, and I can't. Backing up a 500-pound motorcycle up a hill is really difficult. First one so small. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think we were doing what? right before we called you? I mean. Backing up 500-pound motor. Mine's 600. <laughs> Backed up my car up a hill. In heels. In heels. A heel. So I, maybe I'll try heels next. 
No, I, that was not a suggestion. Oh. That wasn't a suggestion. No. No. But how hot would I look? Okay. 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 Have someone take a picture, and then when you actually start the ignition, immediately. change your shoes. I can Photoshop you on one. That's as far as it needs to go. I yeah. Think. I mean. We have the technology. We, yeah. Let's, let, that was, let's not do that. Because I need to see your face at least one more time in my life. <laughs> and, and, uh, I really and, uh, wanted to come down uh, at some point this year, and I don't even know what that looks like right now. Yeah, you're, I I would really love it if you would do that, because I miss uh-huh. you. And I have a lot of fun with you. <clears throat> I would love that, so maybe hopefully. Yeah, um, yeah that's motorcycle life. I've put over 1,000 miles on the bike because I drive 60 miles round trip to Boulder every day. Yes. Wait, what? Yeah, uh, did I you, got promoted did you to head with? chef. <gasps> Nikki, how could you not? How could you not tell? Wait, you waited. You were hoarding it because you knew I was going to put you on a podcast at some point. <laughs> no, you just don't check my stories on Instagram. That's all. I watch nothing but thine stories. That's some tea right there. <laughs> Lies. No, Lies. you didn't know is... I bought a motorcycle. I you did. Know I, I did know about the motorcycle. I brought it up. Because I told I have you. recording no, I to, have to prove it. <laughs> no, I have textual proof. I will I will textual. screenshot that. I will, I will send it to you. I will screenshot. And because I, I asked you, did you hear about my toy? And you said no. And then I sent you a picture of it. Uh, it's because I did not way. know that you were talking about a motorcycle. I would think of motorcycles as equipment, not toys. It's a toy. It's a $9,000 toy. It, um, that toys are not $9,000. Well, equipment well, talk to is toys. <laughs> I also would disagree with that. <laughs> I knew. I knew about it. I swear I did. But then again, no, I don't I, know what I did 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Well, I sent you a screenshot of the conversation. The, see, the awesome <laughs> thing about this, Nikki, is that this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so snip that out so we'll snip that right out we won't share that on any social media and i win i'm trying to limit my cursing so much. <laughs> you don't know how difficult this is the best thing about being your friend nikki is arguing with you it's 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 wonderful <laughs> I love it so much. Because I love you. I know. And we could fight about literally anything on the planet, and I would never love you less. And we probably have fought about a lot of things on the planet. And we still, I think we love each other more through it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, for sure. But, so, so, okay, so so Boulder, okay. Head chef. Uh, What? Yes. Boulder, head chef. How, oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't even, (laughs) tell me, tell me the things. Um, I was hearing rumors that the head chef at Boulder might be leaving and then I might be up for the spot. And so I was talking to my AGM, my GM, my head chef about, okay, what do I do? What are some of my strengths and weaknesses? Um, how do I present my case if need be? And my regional manager sat me down and said, Hey, I want to offer you this eight week opportunity to be the interim head chef up at Boulder. And, and I said, great. So I was, I'm still technically a sous chef. Um, it's not, I haven't received like an increase in pay. I haven't signed any paperwork yet. So it's like a TLA. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, TLA. And then 
Uh, and so I was like, okay, great. We're probably looking at like a 20% chance that I'm going to get this position and an 80% chance that I'm going to go back to union as the sous chef and I will be next up for head chef when the time comes. And within the first week, I heard from a dozen people, wow, I hear you're doing so well. You're doing great. You're kicking butt. Your numbers look great. Like all of these compliments. And then Kelly um, pulled me aside and said, hey, we have a bunch of stages, which are just kitchen interviews. We have a bunch of interviews with all these potential head chefs. Wait, 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 wait. And wait, wait. Say that word again. Sages? Stage. Sage? Stage. It's spelled like stage, but it's French. Yeah, it sounds like um, it sounds like creepy massages. <laughs> you know those. Yeah, we, we got those massages. We got or massages. Mustaches. Like, what are you doing, <laughs> in the, the chef? Massage. I don't. Anyway, okay. Massage. <laughs> anyway, we continue. see how well the chefs give massages to. Ooh, that's not nice. good. That's not good. Absolutely not. No, it's a, an HR nightmare. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> so the executive chef, John Schwartz and Kelly both say, hey, we've had three stages and three interviews with these three potential head chefs. And the thoughts in the back of our head are, but are they going to be as good as Nikki? And Ooh. every single one we've said, no, they're not going to be as good as Nikki. And if this keeps up, you will be permanently up here. And then a week later, my sous chef quit, and then he quit without notice. And so then I'm down a person. So now they have to hire potentially a head chef and a sous chef, but it's easier to hire a sous chef than a head chef. So it's looking more and more like this will be my permanent home, and I will know in about four weeks. So I've been here for four awesome. weeks already. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Look at you all fancy and stuff. Stop it. Uh, I can't believe so it. I, I get on my hog and I ride <laughs> 30 miles up to Boulder. That all vroom, of that vroom. was to say that she gets about a thousand miles on her bike already. Her hog. Her hog. Her hog. Excuse me. Or did a bad thing. Her, my hog. hog. <laughs> oink, oink. Wow. Uh, so it's, it's, been, it's been great. It's been interesting to be the person mm -hmm. like is everybody uh, scared not, of you yet uh there's a there's a few i get a lot of yes ma'am yes ma'am <laughs> good no ma'am of course right now ma'am i would expect um, nothing less from and, my and little so redhead italian <laughs> <laughs> nothing that's less. why I've, you I've like pasta so much Pat, yeah i am i'm half italian half irish you just can only see the redhead Irish you see i'm only i'm mexican so don't don't give me that about pasta <laughs> that's no excuse dana Shut everybody up. loves pasta up. except for you <laughs> you need to get with the program <laughs> we're talking like homemade oh my gosh girls sent me a picture on instagram the other day of of they were like spring rolls mm -hmm. but that's with fine. flowers oh, with flowers they were edible flowers, but then the sauce was like a turmeric sauce. It was a, oh gosh, turmeric tahini sauce. Right? I love tahini. Right? And that oh sounded gosh. really good. I love tahini All so I'm much. saying is that Nikki looks this stuff up, and she makes homemade pasta. Like, 
What do spring rolls have to do with pasta? It just beautiful things, Dana. Pasta, I like lady. beautiful things. You don't like pasta, so obviously uh, your one your perception is skewed. One among all, all we the... want you to do is suck it. Yes, <laughs> that's all I want y'all to do too. Uh, I want everyone to know that you're crazy <laughs> and that you need to suck it. Uh, <laughs> like the spaghetti, like slurp it. That's yes. <laughs> no. I have. I'm I lot. can't say. I'm not allowed to respond. <laughs> so, so okay, and okay. So more head chefery stuff. Like, are you? So are you liking it? Are you going to move to Boulder? I will. You still be Nikki? So <laughs> if you move to Boulder, because I'm not. It's I'm a not moving bit, to Boulder. Okay. If if I am offered the position permanently, and if I get the raise that I will be demanding, mm-hmm. I am going to be looking to buy something, and I'll probably be looking to buy something in like around 40th to 70th Street ish. Okay. Um, but potentially all the way up to Westminster. Uh, I would love, 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 love like a condo or a townhouse where mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about the yard. Right. Because I can't express how much I hate mowing the lawn. Like I, there are a few things I hate more than mowing the lawn. And here I am in New Mexico trying to grow a food forest. (laughs) But I would love a garden. And so I would love, like, I remember I had, it was like a friend's mom. They had a condo. And so they had like a four by four patch of grass in their backyard. But it was like a little patio Uh with the concrete and then a strip of grass. And I could just take a weed whacker to that. I love that. Speaking of weed whackers, I, I thought she was going to say I could just take a wee back there. I'm just I was saying, like, Nikki, listen, listen. Our Irish came out. I'm I don't think that's going to help anything grow. I don't know, but I just don't think it will. That's the point. She doesn't want to mow that grass. I guess you're right. You need to snuff that stuff out. The best way I know how. And these neighbors are going to be so dismayed. <laughs> Instead of going to I'll the store and having to purchase poison, I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll no. have my little like box planter where I could grow things or mm-hmm. the the pot uh, pot pots for veggies or fruits. I would love that and yeah. just have that on my concrete patio, or and then have four feet of grass to <laughs> cut with the weed whacker. Right. I would love that. Right. Love well, I it. see you. I see you, you as graze. like a like a herb garden kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know, like all of the fresh, all of the fresh herbs, and, and I would so love that. Yeah, you could replace For your, your grass pasta with herbs. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go stick your toes in your herbs. That uh, sounds like a good idea. <laughs> stick your. Toes you can in stick your, your toes in my herbs. <laughs> you don't. Is want that better? That. No. <laughs> How is that better? Because I don't have to if you do it. <laughs> it sounds like you really need someone to stick toes in herbs. That, uh, mm, okay. All I'm, I'm saying that? is, I I'm just sorry. wrote down a title idea that's "Stick Your Toes in My Herbs," <laughs> and not in the way you think. And not in the way you think. Well, actually, in the way you think. <laughs> actually, exactly exactly I think about it. Exactly in the way you think. Because <laughs> you think about it. In oh my god! Way, it's an issue. Yeah. Mm, Very yeah. literally. Speaking of an HR nightmare. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. Oh my goodness. No, that would but be really cool. exciting. And I would love to come and visit you in your condo. And I promise not to stick my toes in your herbs. Oh, I, you can't, can, I can't I'm promise just, anything. Just... <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, Dana. We're not going on the trip. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm not that, invited. If you do that, you will have to try my pasta. Oh, yes. That's the deal. I mean, I will anyway. 
even if I don't stick my toes in your herbs, I will do that anyway. I will say, okay. I will say this about you, Dana. You are a pretty good sport with things that you don't like because when I have texted you in the past and been like, do you want to make different flavored pastas? You were like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do that. And you spent like eight hours making pasta <laughs> with me. I can't be bothered. I can't imagine. I can't imagine spending eight hours doing something laborious that, that I didn't want to That would yield in. something that you didn't want in the end. <laughs> yeah. So I will say you're a good sport Thank about you. that that stuff. But it is still flabbergasting that you do not like pasta. And I feel I feel like Nikki could... I, you know how I've said, like, when I find out that somebody doesn't like a vegetable, I'm like, well, I'm going to shove all, all these different ways of making this vegetable down your throat until... Absolutely. You yield and say that you like this vegetable. <laughs> well, I feel like Nikki could probably do that with pasta. It's possible. But I then, you, But then, okay, <laughs> then I'm stuck with, okay, the only pasta that I like is made by a woman in Boulder, Colorado, Hi. which is far away from where I live. Are you saying and so this is the only pasta that I'll eat. Colorado? Are you no, saying I'm saying that the food? only time I'm going to eat pasta is when I go visit Nikki, apparently. Like my, my, my pasta must be made by the hands of a redheaded... <laughs> Half Irish, half Italian. Baldarian. Head chef. <laughs> head chef. Head chef. Head chef. Stepchild. I guess you'll just have to come down with up. Come up with Tanya come. to visit. No, come and down. I, I, we are above you. No. We are above you. Hi, above you. Above we are above you. No, that there. can't be right. Yeah, it's true. We're seven thousand something feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, but I mean, but you have to go north to is. get the that doesn't Colorado. matter. Up. Yeah, to get up here. Height That's matters. what I meant. I meant that you have to get in your vehicle and go north. Oh, nobody thinks about that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know how bad I am with directions. You know how long it took me to figure out that you were south and not north. Mm. I'm sorry. I don't mean to confuse you. Yes, you do. Okay, maybe a little bit. So, That's what's stuff. east? Like if. If north is up and south is down, what is east? Right. Come right over, over. here. Over? over. Yeah, over. come over. Make it easy. We don't have to think about right or left. <laughs> okay, over. one more. What's west? Over. 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 If, oh east, if east is over, then west is over also. If, if yeah. East is, yeah. Now we're confusing Dana. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm you fine. can still be an adult. Uh, all I'm saying is that this doesn't make any sense. Just don't but, go east or west. Okay. The problem is solved. I feel like I don't. So what is different about your life as a head chef? Like, I mean, do you do you like it more? Do you feel, I mean, do you have like a little bit of a power trip going on? I, would, I mean. Uh, a little, but mostly it actually doesn't feel that different because I was, uh, I was, I was, was a high performing sous chef. Names. She was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kicking yeah. names Already. And kicking I was such a high performing sous chef, that's why they chose me to go up to Boulder. Right. And and so it actually doesn't feel like that much of a difference, except that more of the final decisions are coming to me. Mm-hmm. Like and you like that, we I'm sure. Interviewed, I do. It's um but I also don't have I don't have a buddy at all. Like I don't have another sous chef. So mm-hmm. I was a sous chef at Union Station, Benji was my head chef. And so now I'm in Benji's spot, but I don't have a sous chef to bounce ideas off of. Right. And that makes it hard because I'm bouncing ideas off of an AGM who doesn't actually know 
like she'll listen and she's great at listening, but she doesn't actually know what I am looking for. Mm-hmm. And she'll ask good questions, but not like actual not feedback the kind of questions that I would ask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, they're looking for a sous chef and then, so they're bringing me a temporary one, but I've never worked with her. I don't really know her. Um, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, so all the final decisions are coming on to me for, for better or for worse. So if something goes right, I get congratulated. And if something goes wrong, I get sat down and told, Hey, this is what you should have done here. This is what you actually did. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to hire some people. And if these people don't work out, that's on me. Right. I was the one who interviewed them and dodged them and continued them with their paperwork. Uh, so I, there's more, there's a lot of admin that I didn't have to learn as a sous chef that now I'm learning as a head chef. Uh-huh. So there's all of the paperwork and onboarding and, Oh gosh, how to fire somebody. Like I had to fire a couple people over the past few weeks and I have no, like, how do you fire somebody? Okay. You're fired. Okay. But what does that look like on the paperwork side and final paychecks and separation? Uh, so that's a lot of, um, things that I had just never needed to know. Mm -hmm. And so anything that actually needs to be done in the kitchen, I can't just pass it off to somebody else. I am the person who has to get it done. Right. That's probably the biggest change, but it's, it's a much slower restaurant. They have significantly less tables, which equals less chairs, which equals less humans. Mm -hmm. And it's bolder. And so it's, it's not going to be as busy as a train station. And I am coaching a bunch of line cooks who just met me or some brand new line cooks who have never worked for a restaurant before to, okay, I have taught you this. I have taught you how to make a latte. Now I need you to make a latte quickly mm-hmm. in Starbucks terms. Right. And I taught you how to make cash browns. Now I need you to make cash browns very quickly right. in five seconds and not a minute. Right. Um, so it's, and I heard that the last head chef didn't do a lot of coaching, especially in his last couple of weeks. Rude. I think we've all had that job where we just check out yeah. the lat ones we put in our two weeks, and he definitely did that. Yeah. That's rude. From Still rude. I know we've all done it. Have, <laughs> yeah. Still rude. We've all done it, but it, it sucks because now I'm the one stepping in and thinking, great, some of these people have never, ever been coached because they've only been with Snooze for a month, mm-hmm. six weeks. Or. And then the person that was training them didn't coaching. care. Yeah, the person training him didn't care. He knew he was leaving. <clears throat> I was already hearing some negative feedback about Jordan months before he put in his two-week notice. Mm. And so I'm picking up those pieces. But right. I have some really, really good line cooks who just right away listened to me, whatever I needed, asked good questions. My Spanish is getting a lot better. And so I'm able to meet some of these guys in the middle. And it's 50-50 English, Spanish but we make it work and that's been a lot of fun. I really love um, listening to an Irish Italian speak Spanish. <laughs> evidently I sound, I, okay. I asked my Salvadorian at union what accent I had when I speak Spanish. Cause there's Mexican, there's Chilean, there's Salvadorian, like there's, there's right. all kinds. And she said, you sound Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Right, so I, yeah, but what I didn't want to it's hear in your was jeans, you sound Nikki. American. Yeah. It's in my veins, yeah. But evidently I don't sound terribly white, which is great. Yeah, that's good. I sound 
I have an accent of sorts. Because I feel like I feel like Spanish is a you know it's a romantic language, and so I feel mm-hmm. like Am- Americans tend to make it choppy versus like letting it kind of flow a little bit. For some reason, oh, okay. that's really awkward for us. So I understand. I understand wanting to sound like I'm okay with sounding Italian because that is also a romantic language, you know? So like (laughs) that means that I'm at least I've got some flow and I'm not just like chopping everything up and, and like kind Mm -hmm. of harsh syllables and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So there's a good rhythm. There's a good rhythm. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So, um, are you getting, so are you getting to make lots of pasta still? I know I've seen your Instagram and you have, every time I feel like every time you make pasta you've got it up on Instagram and I'm always like man why do I live seven hours away from her because if ever I I needed somebody to make me dinner (laughs) I would oh every day every night girl you come to my house I cook for you I got you yeah the problem with that is that I come with one very picky toddler and one very vocal infant so you know, is he pretty picky? Um, yes, he's stupid picky. Uh, yeah, but if you give him dirt, like he's yeah. Fine. Oh my gosh, yeah, that. he'll go right out there and just shove a handful of dirt or moss. Moss. Uh-huh. That was the that that has been the interesting thing lately is moss. Um, huh. yes, yes, raw elderberries. I had to pluck one of those out of his <laughs> oh, oh, the other day. You have um, elderberries in your backyard? No, no, not in my backyard. We went camping. Oh, okay. And I found them oh, and I was all right. excited about them. And usually when I'm excited about a plant, he's like, oh, cool. I'm going to put it in my mouth, you know, because it's something's growing in my backyard or whatever. And listen, I know that he gets that trait from me. And listen. so I can't be too mad. I can't be too mad about it. Right. But yeah, so I had to pluck a, a little elderberry out of his mouth the other day. Oh, gosh. So, I remember Brooke and Jesse telling me that they, when they were teaching their kids the difference between the floor and the ground mm-hmm. and how they're teaching their year and a half old, they would, she would drop something on the, on the floor inside their house. And it, and it was like, and then they talked about the sticky versus not sticky. Like there wasn't the five second rule. It was, is this sticky? So if it wasn't <laughs> yeah. sticky and it was inside, then they would blow it off or whatever. And they would hand it to her. But in her head, there was no difference between the floor inside and the ground outside. Mm. So I don't know if that's still something that maybe is a little ambiguous to him. Yeah, I think that he does know the difference. I really do think he knows the difference. I think that the difference is that if I drop something in the on the ground, it makes it better. And if I drop something on the floor in the house, then that's a fun thing. You know, it's fun to fling your milk on the floor. <laughs> you know, it's fun to fling my milk it's all fun over the for floor. Him. Yeah, it's fun to make the floor okay. sticky. The ground doesn't get sticky. The ground mm-hmm. sticks to whatever you're eating and then you ingest it. Yeah. So that's the difference uh-huh. that Elliam knows. And interesting. if we're honest, I haven't done a whole lot to change that. <laughs> Except for to be like, okay, well, I guess we're having a bath, you know, like, I mean, that, and that, that's, right. if anything, that's positive reinforcement. Yeah. <laughs> this is the consequence. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, one big win was that I, I have gotten him to stop making giant mud puddles out of the, let's see, what's a good descriptive word for the rancid water <laughs> in our rain catchment system. <laughs> That he was water. water. <laughs> <pretty> good. <laughs> yeah. So he was like spilling that out and making a making a nice big mud bath. 
for himself and oh, then smearing it on. And oh man, that stuff smells like rotten eggs. It's not good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did finally break him of that. So you know, because we don't want amoebas. Oh my goodness! Right. So, but anyway, um, you know, that's that's what you'd have to look forward to. And then, so he would probably go out into your four by four square of grass and eat the grass. Pull up the grass, eat the dirt, That's and then right. come it in and poo poo your pasta. It that week. <laughs> and then poo poo your pasta. <laughs> <laughs> this is not al dente enough for me. It's, uh, I, you know, it's not just, dirty enough. It's not dirty me. enough for me. I'm going to just throw these noodles into the into the Into, into the, the dirt. Yard. <laughs> Yeah, so he's pretty he's pretty picky. He's getting better. We've started making him like sit at the table until he takes at least a few bites of everything that I've made. Okay. And and then he has to ask to be excused and that has increased his his consumption of actual human food. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, it's still slow going. <laughs> human food as opposed to as opposed to things that aren't food oh, or that's fair. <laughs> Like moss. I, I, yeah, like moss, um, as opposed to insect food. Um, uh-huh. Fortunately, I don't think that he's been too intrigued by KJ's food yet, so I haven't had to dig kibble out of his jowls yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, we, we haven't had to dig it out. We don't know if it's been in there. Well, that's true. He might have snuck has. some on the sly. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> all I'm saying is that he does not have the proper appreciation for your pasta. And I don't want to. Okay, he made it very well. That's true. He did that one time. He got in there. He did great. Yeah, he did good. That's true. That's true. And he does eat stuff like, as, like he'd probably be all about the dough. Mm. Like if mm-hmm. I'm making tortillas or bread or, or dumplings or anything like that, and I'm making dough, oh man, he's all about that. He wants it. He wants to maybe play with it for 35 seconds or so, and then he wants to eat it all. And I have to be very careful <laughs> about that. Mm-hmm. So it could be that he'd all he'd be more about the pasta dough than the actual the pasta dough, the pasta dough than the actual pasta. Yeah. So, um, but anyway. So, uh, and then you just finished your your nutrition degree, right? You finished it? Yeah, Yeah. I finished it. Yeah, I graduated back in December Mm -hmm. from ASU. Right. Uh, nutrition degree, food studies emphasis. Which just means there were a couple different cultures that we looked at. Right. And I went to some gardens. So I went up to Longmont and went to some gardens and a couple of organic places. And then there was this one that, oh my gosh, he was so skeptical of me. I walked up and I was like, hi, and I'm just cheery. And this was October, maybe earlier. <clears throat> so cheery, so like loud, like I want him to hear me. Hi, my name's Nikki. Nice to meet you. Can I check out your garden and take some pictures? He's like, who are you? Where are you from? He wanted to see my license. He wanted to see my student ID. He wanted to see all of it. And I'm like, all right, fine. Here you go. And But he had all of these um, different kinds of heirloom cherry tomatoes or like grape tomatoes. Those Lucky like duck. small ones. Yeah. But he evidently there are dozens of different kinds of those grape and cherry tomatoes Mm -hmm. and I had no idea and he was growing about about a dozen different kinds in his garden and I thought that was there were all different kinds of brilliant colors and then you walked over one row and he had like the full-size heirloom tomatoes and those were all different kinds of shapes and colors and they were aromas but they weren't just red like you buy from the store like they were and they were such all different colors and sizes and 
I he was keeping a very watchful eye. Otherwise, I would have plucked one off and tasted it. Um, but Sir, I will pay so you cool. fifty cents if you will let me put one of these tomatoes in my mouth right now. Fifty please, cents, please, sir. <laughs> please, sir. Uh, he. <laughs> I don't want the whole bushel. I just want one little. T- I want that purple one right it. there. But it was so cool to see. Like, wow, these yeah. are so many different kinds. And mm-hmm. how long has he been at this farm? And he said that he started working at the farm like thirty or forty years ago before he eventually took it over. Wow. And that's just incredible. Like, where do you even? I can't go into King Supers or Home Depot and buy a dozen different kinds of heirloom cherry tomato seeds. Right. So I don't even know. Oh, yeah, I, you I have to. There's really like, cool. I mean, there's like clubs and stuff on this. Like, I just, okay, like, listen, this should be my catchphrase. I watched a documentary yeah. the other day. Um, yeah. And it was just all about tomatoes and how, like, I guess, you know, you think about tomatoes as being like an inter. inter in, inter, integral. integral thank you integral <laughs> those those mommy neurons man those mommy you're neurons we're gonna talk about those one time one See, that's what days. i keep saying nikki you're not pregnant anymore i know but <laughs> still no 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 okay all right side note i read an article yes, that made yeah. me feel a lot better about just like my momminess and it was about a lot better in that I had a reason for the way that I am and not that I'm pleased with the situation, but there's that when, yes, yes, there's a, there's, I'm sure there's many, but this, the one reason that I'm talking about, this article was saying that once you have kids, your brain actually sheds neurons, like neural connections, not neurons, neural okay. connections in okay preparation for making new neural connections that have to do more with like sympathy and understanding and, and all of that stuff to make you a better mom. And I'm sitting here like, okay, that's great because I definitely needed those, those sympathy neural connections. Cause I didn't, I don't have them in general. And so Is I definitely like needed them. shedding your summer coat and preparation for your winter coat? Apparently, but here's that? the thing. Here's the thing. At. Here's the thing. I needed those neural connections. I needed them because they're neural connections that tell me what a certain word means or like how, how to say it. Or, I mean, I needed them to raise your children. You don't need words. You don't need words. Gosh. And now that she's in that mental state, we're going to start a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, anytime I'm just like, uh, that's because she said a cuss word just then. I know she did. I heard it. I heard it loud and clear. I did not. Um, but it's just because that, that specific neural connection was shed. Call the elders. And, and Mm. here I am a nice, a nice mommy. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) A nice mommy. A nice mommy. (laughs) But anyway, back to tomatoes. So we think about tomatoes as being an... Integral. Integral. Thank you. You missed your cue. (laughs) Integral. um, An integral part of like Italian... Like a nightshade? (laughs) (laughs) A nightshade. Yes, Yes, that's right. Uh, But part of like Italian and Spanish cuisine, but they actually came over with the conquistadors after they invaded... Mexico because it's native to there and they brought it back and they just thought oh this is a pretty plant look at the yellow flowers and and then it turned out oh look it grows stuff and that stuff is tasty Mm -hmm. and it became an integral part of their cuisines so it like it started all up in Mexico as this one little like this one little plant and it's been cultivated into hundreds if not maybe thousands of varieties that are all different shapes and sizes and colors and 
beautiful things and I've and I wish I could just grow one of them but I can't <laughs> L.E.M. can L.E.M. can oh my gosh Nikki I'm so mad about what? this Nikki okay so me did your child grow a tomato oh listen to Not this one. listen <laughs> listen to this Nikki okay me and my stupid brown thumb I can't grow anything to save my life I can get it brown to sprout I, I can get I it it's a brown sun my brown son. <laughs> brown son. No, my little thumb that's not very son. Well, he's not very yeah, brown. I was about yeah. to say that is rude. You are way more browner. Whatever. Your brown thumb. My brown thumb. <laughs> Uh, it just, you know, everything that I try to grow turns, it withers and dies at some mm-hmm. point. I mean, like, I can get things to sprout. I can even get things to do really well for a while, and then eventually, I don't know what happens. I sit there, and I whisper to them, and I tell them I love them and to grow me yummy things to eat. And I take really good care of them, and then they die. And Uh it's really rude. It's really rude. So this last summer, I bought a couple of tomato plants from Conley's Nursery. They were, like, really tall. They were, like, I don't know, three or four feet tall. They had a bunch of blossoms on them. They looked great. And then my son went and picked all of those little 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 tomatoes and, and he didn't even eat them. He didn't even eat them. He just spread them around. Just spread them around on the concrete. Just spread them around. I had just like cleared off all the grass from this one little like this one little plot in our backyard and I put down some like compost and some mulch because I'm trying to improve the soil so that maybe next year I can grow something and eat something off of it before it dies mm-hmm. and I was just gonna let it sit there and marinate and do its thing and turn into good like happy soil so my son takes all these tomatoes and he just throws them around like Johnny tomato seed and <laughs> and I'm like oh, man just a waste of perfectly good tomatoes that we could have nibbled up and they would have been yummy and whatever. I guess I just have to accept this and I just let them die. I just let the the husks of the tomato plants that no longer had a service for me die. And then a couple of weeks ago, I'm looking around and I'm like pulling weeds in that little plot that I'd made because the only thing I can grow is weeds. And lo and behold, there's this tiny little plant and it's beautiful. And I think that looks like a tomato plant. <laughs> And I look around, and there's 20 more little tomato plants no coming way. up. L- Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are yes. coming up way. from the pavement. <laughs> it is the audacity of these little tomato plants. My kid... My kid just throws them out there. Just little tomatoes. Not even like seeds that he bought from the store or whatever. They're just little tomatoes that he decided to waste. And I swear every seed that those tomatoes had to give sprouted in my backyard with no love, no whispers, no fertilizer, none of the stuff I would normally do. Just just sprung up. Because I was introverts. Not, because I was not they the one. Space. I maybe so. I think that they're buttholes is what I think they are. <laughs> buttholes are introverts if you think about it. <laughs> so you're probably right. Oh my gosh. No. And just saying. Anyway. Interesting. So because they withdraw into themselves. No, <laughs> and no, they're secluded. No, no. Nobody ever but sees them. Well, hopefully to. nobody ever sees them. If they it. get a lot of attention, they can become very unhealthy. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, 
Anyway. Interesting. Okay. So I've got all these little tomatoes coming up from the concrete, coming up from just <laughs> random little places. Totally happy, thriving little tomato plants. And you know what? You know what? They're going to get theirs in like four weeks because it's going to frost. <laughs> it's going to snow before Halloween. And it, it's, I, I have no sympathy. So oh obviously gosh. I did not shed enough neural connections. No. And well. I don't have enough of the sympathy ones for, for darn right. sure. But I you am will so... always have that special place in your heart that just makes you call things buttholes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> you are a butthole. I love you, but you are a butthole. A butthole. Yes. And that is exactly, that's exactly what happened with these tomatoes. And I'm really <laughs> mad at them. And I really did intend to you to talk to you about, um, about like GMOs and stuff like that, but Next it looks time. like mm-hmm. uh, it looks like the podcast time is over, and that doesn't mean that you and I have to stop talking. It just means that I'm getting the the shut up now cue. <laughs> but next time we'll talk about GMOs, yeah. Because well, do you have any final like I don't know wrap up questions or is there like a final question hmm. thing? I don't know. I don't think I don't. I'm. I don't know. Do I have any questions? <laughs> I mean, that seems like a a thing that everybody should. What do you think about tomatoes? Tomatoes? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Side note, also, just just in case you, I'm sure your little chefy brain has already thought about this, but my favorite thing to do with those heirloom tomatoes that are like bunches of colors and textures and shapes and sizes and stuff is feel them. Is bruschetta? Feel them? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just me. What did you say, Dana? Uh, uh. <laughs> You'll have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Dana spends most of her okay, life great. running tomatoes through her fingers. Anyway, so I guess. Uh. Okay, so so the thing is, so the podcast is called "Everything Scares Me." So, so Nikki, what scares you, or or what really grinds your gears? <laughs> Because I end up telling Dana all these things that grinds my gears, like about how high fructose corn syrup is and everything. And then it scares her. So what yeah. grinds your uh. gears so that maybe that it'll scare Dana too? Because that's the whole point of this podcast. What just pisses you off um, about food? Or things well, in general. I'm not, I'm not afraid of anything. I know. That's why I asked what pisses you off. <laughs> um, the very first thing that comes to mind it pisses me off when line cooks leave empty boxes in the walk-in. Oh, no. <laughs> I come screaming. I throw that uh, box, that, that gosh darn box, <laughs> into the kitchen, and I say, who did this? <laughs> so, and everybody runs is, for the hills. Well, I usually, I usually know because it's usually a specific product that is predominantly used by a specific person uh, or a specific station. Uh, so I'm able to figure it out. And I, but I usually literally come kicking and screaming out of the walk-in, <laughs> and I bring the box into the kitchen, and I say, "Who did this? You're getting a write-up." <laughs> so, it makes you so furious. The the uh, end. It's over I think for it's you, Mister. So the laziness, when I see laziness and I work with a bunch of line cooks who are older than I am and Mm -hmm. have been in the restaurants older than uh, longer than me. Yeah. And I was complaining to my old, old GM, John, about some of these things. They don't do this. They don't do this. I have to constantly coach this. And he looked at me and he said, 
there is a reason that you are the next head chef and there's a reason why they are line cooks. Yeah. And yeah. that was, that it's a tough pill to swallow because you want to stay humble, but as you move up in ranks and you see people who are twice your age who will never be chefs, right. you have to realize that there's a reason why you're in that position and they are not. Right. Right. No, I'm totally with you on the whole laziness thing. And like <laughs> actually getting to the point where it's like, it almost makes it hard for me to chill out because <laughs> I'm like, I could be doing right. something productive. You know what I mean? And yeah. And I feel like then seeing that in other, I mean, I, rem, I don't see it as much now. Now it's just like, you know, my coworkers just don't know that they're supposed to do stuff. Like, you know, sure. why is this, why is so this why protein bar know? wrapper on the floor? And Oh yeah. Because you're two. Um, <laughs> But, but I do remember that from Starbucks just being like, isn't the natural progression of like this whole chain of events that you should have done this thing that would make your life and everybody's life around you easier. And instead you did this thing that makes your life easier for the moment, but everybody else's life. And your, to them. Well, yeah, it doesn't, it, they don't even think about it. It's like, what the, what the, what the fluff? Yeah. <laughs> there you what go. the fluff? <laughs> I like that one. How does that happen? But I'm That's totally probably the thing that. that drives me the most crazy yeah. is I am constantly pushing and progressing myself and working with people who are much older than I am who aren't doing the same yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. I always tell people that I, like, I, I tend to have, like, a good amount of patience for the most part, but the two things I don't have any patience for are dumb and rude. Mm. And I feel mm, like mm -hmm. a lot of times lazy falls into both of those categories. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but anyway, now now I, not, I'm not only getting the, you know, shut up cue, but also my toddler is throwing a fit, so I should probably go. <laughs> oh, exciting. Yeah. But I had a lot of fun talking to you. Thank you for having a date well, with you. me and, and being willing to have it be recorded. <laughs> of course. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It was oh, a pleasure. Yay. I'm so excited. We'll have to do it again sometime. I would love that. Yeah. We can talk about GMOs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds really good to me because I could I could just talk and talk and talk about that. Um, but I love you, I love you, Oodles, and we'll have a like a real phone date where it's just you and me. And you should come and visit me. Oh, I would love to. As soon as I figure out if I get this promotion, I am planning all of my travels for okay. the next six months. And I'm like, all righty, now I get to go on vacation because you just promoted me. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, bring your hog. <laughs> my, come all the way on your hog, hog please. <laughs> bring Ooh, your hog. That'd be a trek. Yeah. Maybe. I'll think about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. I love it. all of you. All right. Love, love you, too. We'll, you. we'll talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that was good. That was fun. That was 10 out of 10. Uh, man, Nikki's, Nikki's, Nikki's a great person. She is yeah. a great person. She's a, she's. Listening to her filter herself was probably my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before. <laughs> Nikki is notoriously not filtered. And yeah. She will be the first person to tell you that. So I, I appreciate that. I feel like it shows a great deal of like love and concern mm -hmm. for our endeavor here. I agree. I get the warm, warm fuzzies from that. The worm fuzzies? The worm. <laughs> <laughs> well, given what we've been talking about the past few weeks, That's I wouldn't true. be surprised like, if it gave you the worm it's fuzzies. It's the the worm fuzzies. The, the, it's the Boy eating moss, getting the worm fuzzies. Uh, yeah, that's let's true. Hope, Man, I need not. to get him checked. Um, <laughs> the warm fuzzies. Yeah, he gives me the warm fuzzies, and I love talking to her. It's always, it's 
always a hoot and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Or a hog. <laughs> That's my favorite. I just, oh man, Nikki on a hog. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Such I'm going to live vicariously to her about that whole situation. <laughs> I understand. We'll get you a hog one day. I don't want a hog. <laughs> nah. I like to ride on the back of a hog. Oh. That. This is a project. I don't. <laughs> in the way you think or not in the way you think? No, I don't like that sentence. I don't. Neither do we. Um, <laughs> on, a, on the back of a motorcycle. There you go. You can um, only use hogs so many times. I enjoy that. Yeah. But. But I, d- I, I don't want my own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't sound well, I will get a hog. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to ride on the back of it with me because I wouldn't trust myself with that either. So <laughs> Steven wants to get a hog someday. Really? Yeah. So I think I'd feel That's more. Cool. Yeah. It would not be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Go on a hog trip. Yeah. But we want to get like a cruiser. Not, not, not a, you know. Crotch rocket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, goodness. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You want to? In conclusion, tomatoes are nightshades. And if you throw them around, they might grow. And if you whisper to them and tuck them in at night, they they probably won't. Because they are introverts. Yeah. (laughs) Because they are buttholes. And buttholes and tomatoes alike are are introverts. introverts. (laughs) Summing up. So, (laughs) that's... Thank That's you. what you got from this, I hope. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, thank you for listening, and thank you for being here with us and for hanging out for a minute. Were you scared? <laughs> <laughs> I think when Nikki started talking about going over 100 miles per hour on yeah. her crotch rocket, yeah, I got a little, a little bit. afraid no, for her. No, cafe bike. Cafe bike? <laughs> Is that what you called it? Cafe, cafe cruiser? Cru- cruiser? No. Cafe Cruiser, right? Cap- no. We were listening, wait. Nikki. <laughs> it's a cafe. I mean, this was an hour ago. <laughs> See? It's cruiser. It's not, it's not just me. Racer. Cafe Racer. They're called no. Cafe Racers. That's not no, they are. Said. I will look it up. Well, it may not be what she said. Okay, here's the thing again about looking stuff up on your phone. This is a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you say. Cafe Well, anyways, while racer. Dana's trying to I'm Google just saying. Yeah, I'm but, just, okay, were you scared? Cafe Racer. Okay, cool. Were you scared? Um, 100 miles an hour <laughs> like I said the intensity with which <laughs> Nikki talks like when she talked about coming after her her line cooks yeah. with a box yeah. I'll t- I'll and asking what. who done it I was like box anywhere you know I, <laughs> I know for a fact that one one time after, after that happened to me one time I would die would and I would done. come back and I would I would never do it again how would you like me to origami this box for you <laughs> I will do whatever you want. How far away? Would you like me to burn it? Would Mm -hmm. you like me to compost it? Anything you want, man. I will chew it and eat it and then take it with me. But not pasta. (laughs) But not pasta. (laughs) I will eat this cardboard box. I would eat pasta. Y'all make it sound like I abhor it. Like I'm going to. Abhor it? Oh my gosh. I can't (laughs) hear myself. Like I hate it. Y'all have a good night, okay? (laughs) It's night for us. You might be listening to it in the morning. Y'all, y'all just do your thing. Bye, Bye guys. Go to Instagram. Talk to us. Leave a tomato emoji. Is there a tomato emoji? Uh, there should be. Well, don't leave us an eggplant. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> oh my god. Well, we were talking about how tomatoes are buttholes, so I guess you could leave a tomato and a peach emoji down there if you wanted to in the comments. Okay, there we go. Yeah, just to let us know that you heard us. Thank you so much. We're gonna go take care of screaming babies. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You guys are tomatoes. Buttholes. <laughs> <laughs>
introverts. Look who's talking. Goodbye. Goodbye.